A reading from the Book of Wisdom. Resplendent and unfading is wisdom, and she is readily perceived by those who love her and found by those who seek her. She hastens to make herself known in anticipation of their desire. Whoever watches for her at dawn shall not be disappointed, for he shall find her sitting by his gate. For taking thought of wisdom is the perfection of prudence, and whoever for her sake keeps vigil shall quickly be free from care, because she makes her own rounds, seeking those worthy of her, and graciously appears to them in the ways and meets them with all solicitude. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. We do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, about those who have fallen asleep, so that you may not grieve like the rest who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose, so too will God, through Jesus, bring with him those who have fallen asleep. Indeed, we tell you this on the word of the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will surely not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself, with the word of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, will come down from heaven, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore console one another with these words. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them, but the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they were off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. I would think that many of us have experienced the pain of loss at some stage in our life. A loved one dies and our heart breaks. The journey of grieving can be unpredictable. 
we are fine one day and the next day we are in some deep sorrow. We appreciate good friends and family members who journey with us at such times, being a supportive presence while giving us the space that we might need to grieve. At such times of loss, our faith in the risen Lord is to keep us hopeful. In the second reading, you heard St. Paul write to the church whose members are grieving. Paul understands their grief, but he does not want them to grieve like other people who have no hope, like those who have not yet heard the gospel message. Paul reminds them that their faith allows them to be hopeful even in their grief. What is that faith? What is that faith? According to Paul, that faith is that Jesus died and rose again. And so shall it be also for those who have died in Jesus. God will bring them with him. In other words, what God has done for the Lord Jesus, God will do for all who believe in Jesus. Our destiny is beyond this earthly life, and it is to share in the Lord's risen life. Or as St. Paul expresses it very simply at the end of the reading, we shall stay with the Lord forever. Heaven is that place where we stay with the Lord. Now the Lord is with us throughout our earthly lives. As the risen Lord said at the end of the Gospel of Matthew, I will be with you always until the end of the age, until the end of time. And the Lord with whom we are destined to spend eternity will be no stranger to us then because he is already present to us. He already comes to us each day of our lives. Similar, similar to the first reading today, wisdom. Wisdom walks about looking for those who are worthy of her and graciously shows herself to them as they go in every thought of theirs coming to meet him. The risen Lord shows himself to us as we go about our daily life. We may not always recognize him. We may not always accept his presence, perhaps just like the two disciples on the road to Emmaus. They did not recognize the Lord, so great was their grief. Yet, like them, the Lord always recognizes us and walks with us in our path, on our journey, in our life. And if we are on the lookout for the Lord, we will certainly find him, just as it said in wisdom, that she is found by those who look for her. A sense of looking for the Lord, of being alert to his presence, of being open to his, his, his presence, is very powerfully expressed in today's responsorial psalm. O God, you are my God. For you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. On you I muse through the night. The one praying the psalm declares that even during the night, they have the Lord before them. They have him in 
their awareness. They are longing to be with him. Consider for a moment today's uh, gospel parable. It speaks to us again about the importance of being alert to the Lord's coming. It is a call to be ready to welcome him, whether his coming is at the end of our lives, or at the end of time, or is during our life, during his daily coming, as it were, when he is sitting at our gate, in the language of the first reading. You recall, in the Gospels, Jesus referred to himself as the bridegroom. John the Baptist spoke of himself as the friend of the bridegroom. I think we are all friends of the bridegroom. We all are all friends of the Lord. And he looks to, for us to be alert at his coming, to be ready at his coming, to be ready to accept him and welcome him. In the parable, the bridegroom's coming was unexpected, it was delayed, much later than was anticipated. Only some of the bridesmaids were ready to greet him, were ready to welcome him. They were prepared for the long haul, as it were. They had their welcoming lamps burning brightly for him. And in the darkness, even in the darkness, they were ready to light his way. I think each of us carries within ourselves a light a flame that burns brightly. Of course, this light, this flame, is the light of the Holy Spirit. It is a flame that can be kept alive by our prayer. It's a flame that can be kept alive by our expression of loving service to others. And if we keep that flame of the Spirit alive in our hearts, in our lives, for the long haul, for the long term, for the length of our lives, then we shall be ready to receive both the Lord's coming to us each day, recognizing his presence and accepting it, as well as his coming to us on the last day.